When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Man, the people are on us this morning, vote. Yeah, apparently we were late. We, we weren't. We were not late. Philip. Philip. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the DNBA show. We are here on a Tuesday. Harrison Wynn and Brendan Vote. The two man game is back. What have you done in the last 24 hours, Vote, since I last saw you? Uh, I wept gently to myself. Um, do you want to hear more about that? Or? I do, actually. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't have much. I just sometimes I get sad. I went for Damn, a walk. Right. Today was one, and uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Okay. I'm ready to do this two-man show with you. Com- well, we got complete some, my uh... sentences and everything. <laughs> I think by the end of this week, we might. We got a fun show planned. As I mentioned yesterday, it's rank week at DNVR. We're ranking the 25 greatest athletes in Denver slash Colorado sports History. I did not make the list, which is horseshit. <laughs> but uh, maybe next year we'll rank the top ten ultimate frisbee frisbee players. Yeah, dude. Let's. I wouldn't make that list either, unfortunately. But but um, Nuggets podcasters. Yeah. I'm on the bubble. I would hope you're on the bubble. We're rolling along with that list. You can follow it on all our social media channels on the DNVR underscore Sports Twitter account. We just revealed Carmelo Anthony is number twenty. David Thompson just came out. He's number 19, a very Nuggets-centric day on DNVR rank. But we want to do our little own DNVR rank here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast. We are ranking today the top 10 cult heroes of the Nikola Jokic era. What a fun breakup from the intense analysis that was yesterday's show. Yeah, Yesterday, we did top 10 players. I think that was a good list. I, I did too. I didn't get as much pushback to that list as I thought we might. Someone accused us of clickbait hunting by putting Will Barton over Monte Morris. And I just <laughs> thought, like, what SEO world do you live in? <laughs> yep, that's how we drive engagement. Yeah. That's the one we needed to get in there. Yep. Hey, can I ask you before we get going, do you like the order that we have the Nuggets in our top 25 that have come in so far? Would you argue that that anyone belongs ahead of anyone as we've seen it. Looking at Carmelo Anthony's accolades in Denver, they're not as impressive as I thought they would be. Yeah. Uh, Carmelo, I think looking back, I, I mean, he really made four all-star teams as a nugget. The fourth one was a day before he got traded I was looking it up today. He played in the All-Star game for the Western Conference uh, a day before he got traded to the Knicks. 
in 2010. Yeah, 2010. So really three all-star games as a nugget. Three all-NBA selections. Carmelo Anthony's greatest accolade or attribute is revitalizing basketball in Denver. I agree with that. The Nuggets were a forgotten franchise when he came here. They were an afterthought for most of the decade before he got here. And he changed that immediately. As soon as he put on a jersey, like the Nuggets were 18 people talked about again, locally and nationally. Internationally, even. Internationally. So many, there's this weird pocket of Australian, not that you guys are weird. It's just strange that there's such a large pocket of Nuggets fans in Australia. So many of them have told me either Mello or Allen Iverson just really got them into it. So they he created new Nuggets fans all around the world. That's his biggest accomplishment, in my opinion. Of course, I mean, it was ultimately a disappointing era because they only won one single first-round series with Carmelo Anthony as their best player. That was, of course, 2009 when they went to the Western Conference Finals. So it was disappointing in that aspect. Mel was a great player, one of the best Nuggets of all time, for sure, a first-ballot Hall of Famer. But you look at his accolades while he was in Denver and I don't know I just thought there would be more there so hit him at 20 it's it's tough because we weighed everything in the conversation and impact on the city of Denver is definitely something but I don't know about that one it's it's tough you know it's funny most of the feedback on the on the main account DNVR sports is that it's too low so it, it just goes to show you that while I agree with the argument you made every time I talk to Nuggets fans about it you know, well, there are obviously exceptions. Some people don't love him, but people are quick to point out how important he was. So you just can't really have a basketball conversation in Denver without him coming up. Yeah, he was so important. I will say when we went back and watched the 2009 playoffs, he was very underwhelming. I really had the same, especially in the conference finals against the Lakers. I had the same thought, man. Very underwhelming. I thought he would pop on rewatch. I agree. <laughs> All right, so we got some news at the top here to get to before we get to our top 10 cult heroes of the Nikola Jokic era. We'll see if Mason Plumley gets in there, Ted. <laughs> Keep petitioning, Ted's man. working for it. Right off the bat, Aaron Gordon vote has a new pair of shoes, the AG 4.0s. Hang on, I got to stop you right there. 4.0? <laughs> Fourth edition? I didn't know. I didn't know. I do love I do love this note here. That inspiration in the top right corner. Yeah. Someday I'll be a pro basketball player. Someday you'll be a world champion, Aaron Gordon. How about that? Uh, actually, just an NBA oh, I'm champion. Sorry. Excuse vote. Me. Excuse me. It, yes. Yeah, we're, they're not allowed to call themselves world champions. Um, that's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> what do you think of these? Um, they, we got Nuggets colorway there on the left. The one on the right that I tweeted is a Bruce Lee colorway. All right. That model's called like mind over water wa- something sure. like bruce lee it's said. on jamal murray's locker somewhere <laughs> yeah yeah what do you think of these okay i'm not a huge shoe guy so i don't want to speak as some sort of authority yeah i'm not sure i feel about them they kind of remind me of Beyblades. you know what i'm talking about the the old uh I'll just let that one Wait, sit. The what? If you get it, you get it in the chat. Beyblades, like the little circle things that would fight in the... Never mind. Not familiar. I, yeah, I don't... Um, Kale's, Kale's cracking up. I don't love I, them. I got gotcha, I got what you're putting down. I don't love them. But I do love anything Aaron Gordon does right now, so I, I support the release of his shoes all the same. 
Yeah, I'll just say I don't think they're very good looking shoes. I don't think so. I don't think so. I was actually reading that uh, one of the reasons he partnered with the company who makes these, the Chinese company, I think it was one of the reasons he was in China, is still in China. We really don't know the whereabouts of Aaron Gordon at this moment, but I think one of the reasons he was there was to promote the release of this shoe. That would make sense. It's with a Chinese company, and I was reading that one of the reasons he started wearing these shoes was because he kept spraining his ankles, and these shoes apparently offered him the best ankle support that he could find. Look how high that heel runs up, man. That's a high heel. It's a high heel, That is a high heel. Hey, if I think, honestly, psychologically, if an athlete feels like equipment gives them an advantage or mitigates a weakness or concern, let it rip. Because some confidence is maybe more than half the battle anyway. So I'm into it. I But I like, here's the deal. I hope these shoe sales skyrocket because he's a champion and he's been in the public eye. I'm thinking 4.0 sells more than the first three, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, also in the news, KSE teasing some upgrades to Ball Arena. Potentially. I, I don't bet know if you saw are this Are they one. imminent? Are they happening soon? Well, get a load of this press release from Kroenke Sports and Entertainment. It says KSE is conducting market due diligence to evaluate opportunities to enhance the fan experience at Ball Arena. Cool. Uh, they go on to say they've partnered with a third-party advisory firm to assist throughout the planning process, which to date has included tours of recently renovated NBA and NHL venues evaluation of local and regional market characteristics, review of industry trends and best practices, yada, 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 yada. Bunch of other bullshit. Um, Upgrades to Ball Arena? See, okay, I don't know if... I don't... It doesn't sound like this is about a practice facility or, you know, the whole city that Stan Kroenke wants to build where Elitch Gardens currently is in Denver. (laughs) the mini city he wants to build. This sounds like it is upgrades and updates to ball arena as it sits, where it sits right now, not moving, not going anywhere. That's just, not what it sounds like. At least just looking at this updates. item of news. Well, my first thought not to be too annoying and about it, but due diligence, uh, just, the Cronkies doing their due diligence. Long timeline. You, you've got to do your due diligence. Long timeline was it. my first thought. Probably not right around the corner. Their due diligence seems to be uh, particularly due and diligent. So we'll see. But, hey, man, I think Ball Arena could use an upgrade, to be honest. That's not a, a, a shot at any individual involved. Like, I think people in the organization do a great job putting on, uh, you know, games and events there. But... Having been around, you and I have both gotten to travel, see games in other arenas. It's not the it's not the elite arena experience in the NBA. It can get better, uh, and it might be due for an upgrade. So this is, all jokes aside, while this is an opportunity for them to make more money too, and that's what it's about, we've talked a lot about hoping to see the organization kind of level up and grow up, yeah. you know, and, and this is part of it is okay, we have an opportunity here to, like, all eyes are on Denver. Basketball runs through Denver. Maybe our arena should reflect that. So, I think that's a great point. Ball Arena, to me, and this is based off an opinion going to, I've been to most of the arenas in the Western Conference, but based off what I've seen, Ball Arena is, like, 
as cookie cutter, as default, as off of the assembly line of an arena as I've seen in the West. Yeah, it's yes. It has very little character character. Yeah, exactly. You don't walk around and go, yeah, this is Denver's. It's just right. It's a you you walk through a hallway. You could be in any arena, man. Like you really could be. So I think this is a great idea, honestly. And um, I like how, according to this press release, they are or they already have toured recently renovated NBA and NHL venues to um, see what other teams are up to. I think that's great. I think that's great. Honestly, I think it's it's due. Um, my first suggestion, humbly, upgrade the Wi-Fi. Maybe the press <laughs> Wi-Fi even. Hard to work. You know that's going to be absolutely last on the list of Pretty upgrades. Pretty low on the... the <laughs> Maybe just get that upload speed a little higher. PR Maybe will be like, to... just log on to the public one, dude. It's... <laughs> Uh, just kidding everyone uh but it also does say they're sending out a survey on august 29th that's today tuesday to obtain feedback that will assist us in making data-driven decisions regarding the future of ball arena that's a great question from ted like specifically what character would you like to see and this is where i stop myself as a podcaster and say i don't know bro i just complain into the mic Uh, i don't i'm not i don't think i'm someone who has an eye for I'm not sure I can break it down for you, but you I... You don't want Union Station lettering replacing the Ball Arena well, branding? actually, now that you mention it. I, but I do <laughs> agree bad, right? with this sort of... Um, <laughs> That's lame, pretty bad. Layman's eye perspective or like just walking into it, you can. it just doesn't feel the same as other, as other arenas. And that's a lackluster response, but that's what I got <laughs> for you. Um, yeah. What character would I like to see? I'm not really sure how to create character. I know it when I see it and when I feel it, but I'm not sure how to like, kill. Are you saying you're not an architect? Weird. Yeah, I'm not Who an architect. I bet, I bet D-Line would have some thoughts here. I think it's a genuinely good question from Ted. It's yeah. easy to be like, this isn't good enough, but what actually needs to change? But I will f- settle on this. I think it's cool that they're doing the work. They're asking themselves that question, and uh, I hope it actually happens. I agree. I hope they don't come out of this whole due diligence process and um, just renovate the Lexus Club. (laughs) That's what's going to happen. We looked around at all the other arenas vote and we saw they actually have better Lexus Clubs than us. Yeah, we realized we're leaving a lot of money on the table with the suites is what. We actually hiked up the uh, ticket prices. (laughs) And that's part of it, too, by the way. Unfortunately, we with leveling up as an organization, I keep using the Warriors as an example. They're a great one here as well. It gets very expensive, which is unfortunate for the consumer, but it is part of it. Like, I just think there's an opportunity to present yourself as the class of the NBA. One piece of character that the uh, that Ball Arena does have, Steve mentions the ground floor restaurant. I, what is it? Is it still the Breckenridge? Yeah, Breckenridge yeah. Brewery. Yeah. Brewery Lounge. That is designed like a log cabin. So I guess that's kind of Colorado. That's true. I like that's my favorite part actually. <laughs> it looks like a log cabin yeah. inside there. And I hear the Lexus Club is nice. I don't get to go in. I've never been in. So what can yeah. I say? Uh also in the news vote, I don't know if you saw, but Giannis Antetokounmpo gave an interview to the New York Times where he had some very interesting quotes. 
he pretty much said that he's not re-signing for an extension this summer, and he's only doing it next summer if the Bucks are in position and making moves to win a championship. Man, here here's where... Because I don't actually want to come down hard on Giannis here. I don't think that this is egregious behavior. I think it's par for the course, sort of. But this is the ultimate relief in... It's not just that Jokic stayed. It's that it's not ever a question. Because he's already put this organization on the Bucks, this pressure on the Bucks, And, and they traded five-round picks for Drew, and it worked, and they won a title. And it's just sort of... How more all in can they be? You know, how can they show that they're serious? Maybe they only lost in the first round last year because Giannis got hurt anyway. So it's it's sort of a look, maybe he doesn't leave, but it's you just don't even want that pressure of man, do the next few, you know, few moves we make have to be entirely informed by how he feels about it. Yeah. And and by the by all accounts, that's not the case in Denver, and that's the ultimate relief. It is, man. The Nuggets are so lucky they've got Nikola Jokic, the, a one-of-a-kind NBA superstar. And you're right. There's never any worry. It's never lingering in the back of my head. Is Nikola Jokic going to lead? Like, it's just not a question. It's it's not an issue. But with most NBA superstars, it is. And after I saw this interview, man, I have a feeling – we're going to be on Giannis watch sure. for this entire regular season. He's under contract for two more years, this coming season, and then 2023, 2024. If they have a bad year this year, I 100% guarantee you that there will be trade rumors about Giannis next summer. Like that's just how it goes. And he seems like he's laying the groundwork for that to be a possibility. I mean, he's certainly not, committing to Milwaukee with these comments or, or really any comments that he's made ever right. since resigning that deal and, and winning a championship. So um, it, it seems like the groundwork is being laid for a Giannis heavy conversation throughout most of the regular season. I do want to acknowledge that Giannis did stay and did win in Milwaukee, right? So if he chooses to leave, you know, I don't think it's some an enti- huge departure from who he's presented himself as and mm-hmm. claimed, you know, he prioritizes. I don't really think it would be unfair of him. So, but secondly, this is one worth talking about. This isn't the Dame saga. This is in 2023, wherever Giannis goes, moves the needle, right? And that's just a fact. So it's it'll be relevant. It'll be probably in the forefront of the conversation and the headlines, particularly if and as any tension swells in Milwaukee. I'm with you. It's a storyline to watch. Another thing I kind of want to watch parallel with it is our temperature on. Uh, would you even want to trade for Giannis? Well, vote. I famously predicted in my 20 predictions for 2023 that Giannis would ask out of Milwaukee and Denver would be on his short list this summer. Now, I might have been a year early. Um, If you get that one, man. (laughs) Would I want Giannis and Denver? The trade would be like Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. 
I hate it. I mean, I'm not not from like a basketball. Not that it makes you bad. I just I feel like a large part of why being a Nuggets fan and doing this show every day is so fun is because it's it is Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. and the whole package. I honestly do think. Anyway, I don't think Denver would, but it's just something to think about. You know, you as don't think Denver would. For Giannis. Actually, that's a ridiculous sentence. They did just win the title. Is it a ridiculous sentence? Chat, is it ridiculous? <laughs> is it ridiculous? Would Denver say yes immediately? I would don't you, think they would. Would you say yes immediately, chat? That's what I want to know. I want to say no to that trade because I want the Nuggets to keep winning the hard way in the NBA. Um, I don't think Giannis would want to come here, though. Yeah. Also, by the way, we're just doing full August 29th yeah. BS. This isn't a thing. I mean, th- that's a trade that you have to say yes to from a basketball perspective, for from a perspective wanting to win as many NBA championships as possible. You have to say yes to that. I would want to say no to that personally. I want to win a championship and keep winning championships the way they've been winning them. But I don't think Giannis will want to come to Denver. I, I know I predicted the Nuggets would be on his short list. That was the uh, that was right after the um, Giannis and Nico All Star bromance. That's right. Of two All Star games right. ago. Yep. And that's when I was really feeling that. But I don't think Giannis would want to come here because this is kind of Nikola Jokic's team, and because. Giannis, even though he's an international guy, even though he's in Milwaukee, I think Giannis would want to go to a big market. I do think he has a lot of that in him. I think the Lakers, the Heat, the Knicks would be the top of his trade request list. The Knicks would be a really interesting one. The Knicks would be really interesting. Uh, Or not interesting, just we would talk about it relentlessly. That being said, if Jokic and Giannis were on the same team, the Nuggets might win the championship for the next five years. Well, part every of, single year. Part of me sixteen and zero. Yeah, here's why I'm interested in this, even just just a dumb thought experiment or pipe dreamy thing. Is I just love the idea of the international dudes making their own super team and it being not even close, like untouchable. Which, by the way, just Giannis and Jokic, you're pretty much there. Could they be called the world champions then? <laughs> They have the best two international players. You got to get one of the Aussies winning back. the best league in the right. world. Sign- would would they be considered the world champions? I don't know. Hollis Jefferson to a ten day. <laughs> we got to stop doing the Kobe thing. It's uh, it's Hollis Jefferson. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I did not know Rondé Hollis Jefferson had that though. I no, s- I, I didn't either. I mean, all he had to do was shave his head. All right, let's hit a break. On the other side, we will get to our top 10 list of cult heroes of the Nikola Jokic era. Some great names on this list that uh, I think you guys are going to love. Man, you know what? I love Circa Resort and Casino. When you pull up, you're like, this looks beautiful. And then you get there and, and something weird happens at first. Uh, they check your ID at the door, and that's because it's an adults-only casino resort. What does that mean? Well, when you get inside, you got shorter lines. You're not dealing with kids. You're not waiting for bartenders to check IDs, return IDs. You just 
walk on up and order your drink. Uh, it's a three-story stadium-style operation. They have a 78 million pixel screen um, food from Victory Burger, which we tried several times. It was delicious. There are all kinds of places to kick it, watch sports, bet on sports, including their pool, which is just one of the all-time sports watching locations. Uh, download the app for sports, uh, Circus Sports Colorado if you're located in Colorado. Bets can only be made while physically located in Colorado. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circus Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. This episode of the DNVR Nuggets podcast brought to you by Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's offers handmade mission-style burritos, bowls, and tacos crafted with responsibly sourced high-quality ingredients. That's a good note about Illegal Pete's. When you eat Illegal Pete's, the taste is just different compared to other burrito places because of the ingredients. The ingredients are responsibly sourced. They're high quality. It's just made differently with a different level of care than some of those other spots. Illegal Pete's also has a full bar, a wide selection of local craft beer at every location. Stop by for happy hour, 3 to 8 p.m. every single day at all 12 Illegal Pete's locations. It's your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 28 years. Man, 28 years Illegal Pete's has been doing it. Their burritos are awesome. Their bowls are great. Tacos, quesadillas, whatever you want, you can find it at Illegal Pete's. Stop in for their happy hour, 3 to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations. All right, we're back here on the DNBR Nuggets podcast, DNBA show, Tuesday edition, Harrison Wind and Brendan Volt. Top 10 cult heroes of the Nikola Jokic era, cult heroes, vibesmen, whatever you want to call them. Can we do some housekeeping up front? Because I, I, get, I get so nervous about losing the chat right off the bat. <laughs> okay. This is not, I know AG was on the thumbnail. We made an executive decision before we started. Mr. Nuggets are their own category. Oh, okay. Yeah, we didn't tell you that. It was like 60 seconds. But no, it's not. That's my bad. No, we changed fine. it. Kale, don't beat yourself up about it. Gary no. Harris, Monte Morris, Aaron Gordon, and even the likes of like a Bruce Brown. Yes, Bruce Brown, too good for this list. They're their only... They're Gary their Harris, too good for this list. So they're their own category. We're going to talk about people that were... They, had, they were beloved by pockets, if not all, of the Internet Nuggets fandom. Some of these will be divisive, and I can tell you right now I'm going to disagree with some of Wynn's placement. So we're still looking for a number 10 on this list. Here, let me just list off some um, candidates. DeAndre Jordan. I think he's a candidate. I do. He probably should be on the list. RJ Hampton. I love it. Jared Vanderbilt. DeMarcus Cousins. Malik Beasley. I put a question mark on it, to be fair. Greg Whittington, <laughs> Darrell Arthur, Darrell Arthur, Will Barton's too good for this list. We put him on the other list too. This is yeah, yeah, just cult heroes. Yeah, think Wancho, Dozier. I don't, I don't want to give the list away, but you guys are on it. You guys are on it. You'll see what we're going for as we fill this out. Um, Darrell Arthur. Oh man, see Darrell Arthur is tough because he has almost a predecessor to the Mister Nugget thing. He's like him sticking around in Denver. People loved him back then. You know, he, he's got some staying power. But I don't know if his peak is as high in terms of internet <laughs> cult fandom as some of these other guys. Who would you go with at 10 here? 
I would say that of the of I would say it's a toss up for me between the first three, DeAndre Jordan, RJ Hampton, and Jared Vanderbilt. I'm gonna take Hampton out now that I say that. I think it's DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan or Jared Vanderbilt. Is DeAndre Jordan is more liked by a lot. Jared Vanderbilt falls into this conversation in that we will not make it through a trade deadline without revisiting his time in Denver as long as he's in the NBA. But if we're thinking Colt Heroes slash Vibesman, Vibesman, DeAndre Jordan is a Vibesman. You think you're right. No, I'm with it. Let's put him on there. Let's put him on there. He's, he's got to be on this list. And he's the Vibesman. He's one of the Vibesmen of a, the championship team. Has to be represented. Absolutely. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, we all trashed the signing when it happened originally. Trashed it. We did not trash it this time around because we know better. Now, as champions, we know that you need that. What if it goes horribly? Veteran <laughs> presence in the locker room. We know how important that championship DNA is. And DeAndre Jordan had that. And he brought that invaluable veteran presence to the locker room. Um, man, chat's dropping some good ones, dude. We're going to be here all day. We're going to be here all day, but all right, let's leave. Let's, let's start there. Let's put DeAndre Jordan on the, uh, on, on the list. Number nine, I have penciled in Isaiah Thomas. I don't think he should be on this list wind. I don't think he ever had a, a camp in Denver that was like, that's my guy. We need it out there. And after he left, I don't remember people being like, we got to bring this guy back, which is a key key part of the argument for a lot of people on this list. I don't know if IT should be on there. The reason I, I penciled him in here is Isaiah Thomas was beloved by the rest of the locker room. That is true. Nuggets teammates loved Isaiah Thomas and... Back then, man, the Nuggets, like, they had such a quiet, reserved group. And Isaiah Thomas livened up the locker room, livened up practice every day. And people did love Isaiah Thomas here in Denver, I believe. We got believe, one in the chat. LOL pap. Until he started playing. Until he started playing. That was tough. Uh, I'm going to say no, dude. I'm going to put my foot down okay. because I've, I, there were a couple of late entries that we missed. That we missed. Who, I, who do chat. you? Who's your nomination for nine? I think one of Marcus Howard or Austin Rivers. And this is from the chat. We did not have this on our list. Oversight. I think that in terms of cult hero... Dude, we got a we got a goddamn Austin Rivers chant at the DNVR bar. People Austin were standing Rivers on tables. Could be here. Chat, sound off. Let me know what you think. I think Austin Rivers could be here. He did get the chant at the DNVR bar. He did start a playoff series out of nowhere. Hell yeah, he did. They won. <laughs> I know. They won that playoff series. Six games. He did have some some great moments, like as a nugget when he was praying after that one Damian Lillard three missed. Oh, yeah, dude. He I'm, won a game in the playoffs. I'm good with Austin Rivers at number yes. nine. Let's go, Kale. Let's go. Slot him in. Chats with it, too. Okay, number eight, Vlako Chanchar. <sighs> Let's wait and see the rest of the list. I think he should be too. I think he might be too low, but he absolutely is on the list. I can't argue with that. Vlako's okay. on the list. B, 
Because Vlatko, he was a player. I mean, he he has been a player, a yep. rotation player at times for the Nuggets. A lot of the guys on this list aren't. Most are, I think, but some definitely aren't. Right. Vlatko, great vibes. All, all, all Cold time hero vibes. status. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. And just some hilarious moments as a nugget. Think about the picture in the bubble <laughs> that he told us was not Photoshopped. I still don't believe him. Think about this last season, the free throw line dunk. It's so true. The, the half-court buzzer the beaters. The half-court buzzer beater. I have to, I have to, tell, the, I have to tell the chat... We were in the hallway at Ball Arena, and I felt a, a gentle cradle on the back of my head, and it was Vlaco giving me the little Balkan head cradle. Oh man! Um, by the way, very comforting, very lovely. Uh, but yeah, Vlaco is a vibesman. He's got to be on here. Also, he just looks freaking hilarious. Like I can't believe that guy is an NBA player. He, he, Whenever he started rocking the mustache. That's he, it, dude. He really just leveled up. Was, yeah. I feel like that was a self-aware move. But yes, Flacco's on this list. Honestly, I'm going to argue that'll be way higher, but let's finish. We can put him higher. Next up, I have slotted in Thomas Welsh. Let's go. So if you're new to this show, if you're new to the Nuggets, you might not know who Thomas Welsh is. Um, Ted's going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> Sorry, Ted. But Thomas Welsh was drafted by the Nuggets with the 50th overall pick in 2018 at a UCLA two-way contract. He only played 11 games with the Nuggets. But he was an ultimate vibesman. The best, dude. He was the best. He was one of my one of my original internet bits too, as an admin. So for me, he holds a dear place in my heart. UCLA legend. That's right, Dylan. Um, I'm really, really thrilled he made this list. Like truly thrilled. But I'm honestly shocked that he made it ahead of Lacko. I mean, we can we can update the order. We we will before it's all said and done. But I, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for putting Thomas Welsh on this list. I believe the all-time, or he's top three in rebounds at UCLA. Bro, I will never forget Tim Connolly trying to sell me on Thomas Welsh. Yep. Love you, Tim, but you were wrong about that. <laughs> Shot 60% from mid-range at UCLA. Deadly from the elbows. It's like he and Kevin Love are the all-time double-double leaders. It's good company, bro. Th that one three-pointer he hit, you know the three-pointer. Oh, yeah. If you watched it, you know the one I'm talking about. I think he won a Defensive Player of the Year award in Taiwan recently. Shout out to him, man. Yeah, man. I also love. just a great guy. I remember uh, Nick Kosmider, who covers the Broncos, used to cover the Nuggets, wrote a feature on him how after every practice, he would go up and shake every coach's hand. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> yeah, dude. For, I can see that. I can totally see that. Thomas Wells' career averages 1.6 points per game, 0 0.4 rebounds per game, 43% from hey! three. Sharpshooter. Legend. He's a legend. He would hit a 15-footer every time Lonzo kicked it to him. <laughs> it's so true. Dude. The jump shot did not translate, though. Deadly from the elbows is hilarious. <laughs> Chat, you're, he was. you're, you're on he one was today. Deadly. All right, so that was uh, number seven. We can finalize the order after, we'll but that's we'll number seven for now. 
Let's hit a break on the other side. We've still got one through six to go through. Some great names on this list that I, I just can't wait to get to. If you're thinking about preventing hair loss, but you're worried about just adding stuff into your, just putting stuff into your body, especially if you're not sure what it is, where it comes from, that's where Nutrafol comes in. You don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. They provide a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair. No drugs, no compromises, just better hair. If you're tired of weakening or thinning hair, you want that full potential, that full hair potential, uh, check out Nutrafol, the leading hair growth supplement. It's going to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. The number one dermatologist recommended growth supplement. It is clinically proven, folks. Take the first step today and go to Nutrafol.com slash men. Enter the promo code DNVR. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol slash men. N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men. Enter promo code DNVR. This is an incredible comment from Steve May. Tim Conley is a supernatural at the bar in Vegas. He kept going from one side of the bar to the other without ever walking past me. It was free. That is that is an accurate observation about Tim. That's yeah. that's how he moves, man. Oh man, he is uh, he's everywhere at once. Guys, Illegal Pete's, they have the best ingredients in town. High quality ingredients with responsibly sourced. Every type of food that they put out is responsibly sourced. Burritos, bowls, tacos, the best ingredients. Illegal Pete's, it's just the best. Whether you want a burrito, a bowl, tacos, they got a full bar as well at every Illegal Pete's location. They've got happy hour, 3 to 8 p.m. every single day at all 12 locations. Again, whatever you want, burritos, bowls, tacos, quesadillas. They got fish tacos at Illegal Pete's too. I bet your favorite burrito place or your second favorite burrito place doesn't do that. It's your go-to spot, burritos, buddies, and beers for 28 years. Check out Illegal Pete's for their 3 to 8 p.m. happy hour every single day. All right, back here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast, the DNBA show revealing our top 10 cult hero slash vibesman of the Nicole Jokic era. We're on number six. And right now at six, I've got Mike Miller. I love this because there's a lot of, not recency bias because they recently won a championship. So it's it's the newest crop of Nuggets from the Jokic era, fresh in our minds. But Mike Miller, maybe the OG Jokic appreciator, propagator, mm -hmm. gospel spreader. And an all-time vibesman, beloved by basketball players, beloved by fans. I love that he's on the list. The person who gave Nikola Jokic the Joker nickname. That's right. That's right, man. Anyone who was there early and appreciating Jokic has a special place in the heart of the Nuggets fandom. Mike Miller's real high on that list. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he was the real only veteran on or one of the very few veterans on those really early Jokic era teams. He was, like you said, maybe the first believer. It was either him or Jameer Nelson. I mean, Jameer Nelson always tells that story about how when they went to training camp in Philadelphia that he put on or mini camp, the Nuggets front office called Jameer and asked him who the best player is. And he said, Jokic. <laughs> So Mike Miller was that type of believer from yeah. day one and um, great bench personality, uh, great vibes on the bench all the time. 
And he he's still kind of, you know, he he's still popping in and out of, you know, the Nuggets dialogue. Yeah, I think so. I think if you're I think people who were there for the Jokic era understand why Mike Miller's on this list. Even though other people don't think of Mike Miller the Denver Nugget. They yeah. think of the one shoe shot with the heat and all that. Number five. is gonna be controversial, Wind, <laughs> but let it rip. Nick Young. <laughs> And if we're talking about ceilings and peaks of cult heroes and vibesmen, Nick Young's peak might be unparalleled. Nick Young uh, was signed to a couple 10-day contracts in Denver. What year was that? Was that 2018? I can't. I'm going to look it up. It's 2018. This guy came into Denver and did not stop smiling for the entire three weeks that he was here. Do you remember how loud it got when he hit those threes? His first three His first was three. like, in, oh, I was in ball arena and it was like all time loud. The threes that he hit. Yeah. Were some of the loudest moments at ball arena pre championship run. And it was like, everyone understood the deal. It was an ironic yes. cheer. It was a, they're like, that's what is Nick young doing here? Yeah. You know, no one was like, and now we're winning the title. Um, so I, I've told you this. I don't know how well it translates on a podcast. Just bear with me. Try to picture it. The last I ever saw of Nick Young, his last day in Denver, the locker room doors kick open and some guy in flats is struggling to carry like a 60, maybe 70 inch screen TV over his shoulders. He drops it three times, goes into another room, comes out, steals a dolly, puts the TV on the dolly and wheels it out of ball arena. We never saw Nick Young again. So that's my last memory of him. He took a party favor. He took a party favor. I think it was a it gift. Was a I'm not accusing TV. him of it. I'm just saying it was, it was the a, last a I ever gift? saw. I think so. It's the last I ever saw of Nick Young. Um, yeah, he did not stop smiling. I never asked him what he was thinking with that one. Maybe next time <laughs> I see him. Uh, he is mostly on this list because, I mean, the vibes were so high when he was here. Every shot he hit at Ball Arena it turned the arena into a freaking party. It's true, man. <laughs> it was a hilarious time. Oh my God. How did he end up on the process nuggets? What happened? All right. <laughs> Number four, I have Faku Kimpaso. <laughs> Faku Kimpaso. This is a lightning rod pick because what you probably don't remember about Faku. The highs were so freaking high, man. Do you remember some of our post-game shows after a big Faku game? I mean, they, they were I lived for them. One and of my our big biggest shows ever, like to this day, view-wise, is a preseason game because Faku went yeah. off. Yeah, that's actually true. Shout Faku, out Argentina. Faku for that. is like you guys aren't gonna. He is a top three SEO driver in the Jokic era. Honestly, for me, he absolutely has to be in here. He is my height, and he played in the NBA. That is just a treat. I guess he could say the same thing about IT. But, yeah, I'm glad that Faku's on here. It was one of the more polarizing figures of the Jokic era. But at the end of the day, if you're looking for cult hero types, being 5'7 is a great start. The exit slash the end of his time here, it it did end on a bad note. It got rough. (laughs) It got 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 ugly. Yeah. Got personal. It, like P- Argentina people were threatening Denver Nuggets reporters. Like it was a tumultuous time. Blackburn almost went into Witsec. It was tough, dude. It was tough. 
It was a tough time, but like I said, the highs were so high with him. Like there were definitive Faku games. Do you remember those? Yes. There were Faku games when they he, played the Rockets. But yes, I do. I do remember <laughs> where he would make two or three or four or five plays in the game that won the Nuggets that game that night. It's true, man. And it was the energy of it. First of all, no one fell more in love with him than Michael Malone, which was part of the problem. Like if Faku played 10 minutes a night, people would be like, look well, at that Well, his first hustle. year was better because he wasn't playing like 30 minutes a night. Right. Well, yeah, because he was like a two and a half on the depth chart. And by the end, he was starting. And you're like, oh, no. I remember because I just wanted him to get through the night without the Internet destroying him by the end of it. <laughs> And he'd be like eight minutes into a good game, and then Malone would play him 17 straight minutes. Like, <laughs> I know. No, there were times when no. he didn't play like every minute in the second half. It's true. Um, but hey, man, he played hard. He was fun to watch. He he had some of the most ridiculous plays of the Jokic era, probably, just in terms of passes and st stuff he saw on the court. His last game was an ejection. That's right. Yeah. It Chris, really, I don't remember that. What I game was that? I, I can't remember, but I do remember that now. Yeah, he, things did not go well for Faku. He was all time like, if this dude was not on my team, I would hate his guts. Oh, well, yeah. I think multiple NBA players tweeted about how much they hated it. Oh, for, well, he had the whole thing where he... Who did he knee in the groin in That's, the Olympics? Was it Mello? Oh. I think it was, was Mello. Was it Chris Paul, maybe? I think it okay, was, was Mello. It Mello? He need him in the groin in the Olympics in 2012. Mm. He had some bench player all riled up, too. They almost fought, and then he tweeted, Faku Composito, if I ever see you, it's hands or something like yeah. that. Yeah, but that's a good point, Steve. His effort was incredible. 10 out of 10. He's going 100 miles an hour all the time. You it just had awesome. to appreciate it. It was awesome, dude. Yeah. No, how, he, no one else could take so many steps and cover such little ground. <laughs> it was awesome. He's your guy, but I, I love how you still throw shade at him. I love him, though. You know what I mean? He's the best. He's the best. I'm glad he's on this list. All right. Let's hit a final break. Top three vibesmen, cult heroes of the Nikola Jokic era coming up. After this, I, I feel like this is a good top three that we got. Wayne Ellington, that's who it is. And CJ McCollum, yep. Yeah. You guys are going to hate one of Wynn's picks. I can't wait. <laughs> when you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker, they're there to help. They win for Colorado families. They've been winning for those who have been seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. Hey, one reason people don't speak with lawyers, the fees, they don't want to get tangled up in something they can't understand, can't afford. That's not an issue with our friends at Bacchus and Shanker. They don't charge you any money until they've won your case. They don't charge you a fee just to speak about your case. And they do win cases. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. So whether it's car accident, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks, even if you're injured at work, call Bacchus and Shanker at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker, they win, baby. All right. Um, Shady Rays. Shady Rays, take on the sun with gear built to last. ShadyRays.com. Use the code DNVR. Get 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Shady Rays rated five stars by 250,000 people. You can shop their entire collection online. ShadyRays.com. Just browse their website. They have every style type of sunglass you could want. You can also go in person. Park Meadows Mall. Brand new location. Full stop shop for all things Shady Rays. 
ShadyRays.com. Use the code DNVR. Get 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Look, it's super hot out. It's sunny every single day. You need your Shady Rays. ShadyRays.com. Use the code DNVR. All right, back here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast. Harrison Wind and Brendan Vote. We're revealing our top 10 cult hero slash vibesmen of the Nikola Jokic era. And coming in at number three. I can feel the anticipation. People are loving this list. <laughs> I kind of want to make an audible right here. Do what you got to do, man. You're, you're in charge. <sighs> I'm going to put Bull Bull at number three. Okay. Another polarizing figure. But, again, the highs with Bull were so high, man. It's so true. Think about Summer League. Think about the bubble. The five-center lineup. Think about the two games he started against the Nets that one season. (laughs) Think about just the highs with Bull. They were... Awesome. Another I mean, SEO driver too. Another great. SEO We've driver. never we couldn't get through a single mailbag episode without a bull question. Yeah. I mean, he was part of the second young core. He might have been in the brightest timeline of some, on some point. Bull bull definitely point. definitely more of a cult hero than a vibesman for sure. Um but when he was great, he was a vibesman. Do you guys remember when we had just come out of being in lockdown and we were at the bar for maybe one of the first times, the bar wasn't even reopened yet, and Bull Bull hit his first three in the bubble, and we were all sitting downstairs watching together in the Cadillac booth? All-time DMVR moment. I'm telling you, man, some of the Bull games were all-timers. They were all-timers. For this one, Chad, I know we're a little sort of flexible on the the definitions here, but it's, it's, it's the cult hero. You're right. He wasn't, you know... He definitely wasn't DeAndre Jordan on the bench, but the truth is, as far as the internet fandom, Bull Bull had a had a hold on us. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Ted, we all have that one friend who has a bull jersey. They're still rocking it. Number two, I have PJ Dozier. I think this is correct. I think PJ Dozier is the is and I say this respectfully. Like I really don't mean this to I think he's the most disproportionately <laughs> rated player in Denver maybe Denver Nuggets history. PJ Dozier could run for mayor and win. In a landslide. I'm surprised he didn't get right in votes during the runoff. <laughs> you know? Uh yeah, dude. He he to this day, people probably want him back. Um he didn't. Michael Malone wants him to join his coaching staff. I think. I mean, yeah. I I think the fan base loved this guy more than he was good, but he absolutely belongs on this list and near the very top. Yeah, PJ Composure, one of a kind, really. I mean, the origin story of PJ Composure is he was on a two-way contract. Yes, he was on a two-way yeah, contract. Yeah. Played in a rotation game for the first time. Gave oh no he 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 did a speech on the court. That's right. Somebody handed him the microphone. It was what was it MLK Day? I can't I can't remember. It was something like that. I can't imagine it was the first game of the season. He crushed it though. Yeah, it might have been MLK Day. 
Of course, nobody wants to make that speech. They just hand it to one of the rookies. He got it. Lowest man on the totem pole. Great speech. Then played a good game. I think that was his first game in the rotation. Went into the locker room after the game. Super composed in his post-game media session. He, he was good with the media. He liked it. And that's right. He's playing in Partizan now. Yeah. Shout out. Did you PJ. see the video of him walking through the airport in the Partizan shirt and hat? No, I just didn't. ridiculously composed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's his actual last name? Dozier. That's right. Okay. <laughs> but oh, I mean, man. that is an important trait if you're playing in uh, Serbia. I know. By the way, I did not mean to dunk on PJ, who I think you know had utility as a player. Right. I, I mean this affectionately. Like every fan base has a guy that they just like through thick and thin were there for you, and I think PJ is that guy for he and Gary Harris are that guy. Yeah, like PJ Dozier, man, he was a good player. The idea of him was a great player. Right. That's it. That's it. Injuries, inconsistent, and he was just net. He just never really fulfilled his potential here, but. He could have been a great player. The idea of him, like a PJ Dozier actualized is incredible. Like a 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six point guard. All the tools, Harrison. Great in the pick and roll. Great defender. Versatile. Yeah. But he just... It never... Well, the injuries didn't help, you know? Yeah. And he might be one of those guys, too, where circumstances everything. Like, you just get a little bit of runway at the right time, and you can change your career forever. Or you could not get that runway and never get a chance to really prove yourself. Do do you think George Carl always meant to call him Dozier? I I what love. What the hell was that? There's a lot we could circle back to with that podcast. Dozier. I, I, it's kind of like Bill Simmons on his show. I'm I'd like to think that these guys know they're doing it, but I love the utter refusal to adapt. People explain it to you, and you're like, I'm just gonna say it my way. Yeah. Your mic came out. I oh, think. no. Everyone. Um, so, yeah, PJ Dozier had to be on this list, and he had to be near the top. Dozier. Mr. Nugget Light, I would agree with that. Uh, of course, he could, he could never take that title from Gary and Monte, who held it while he was here. Number one on the top 10 cult heroes slash Vibesman of the Nikola Jokic era. Was there any debate? It's Wancho. Wancho Hernan Gomez, number one. This was an easy one. I mean, the first thing you think about when it comes to Wancho is vibes. His vibes were always immaculate. 10 out of 10. Just always in a great mood. His energy was always there. Ollie Star. Ollie Star coming through. <laughs> great teammate. Great person. Great vibes. Great guy to have in your organization. A Jokic friend, a Jokic supporter, a, yeah. a bench-celebrating all-star. Had some brief moments, some flickers in the NBA. Definitely won out of Mares over, but he uh, it didn't work out for him. But I think of all the players from the Jokic era, if you see someone in a Wancho jersey, yeah. I think that's the most in-the-club jersey mm, from the that's era. That's a good point. I think that's the, you know, I go, that person was there for the, the all of it. They yeah. get it. So yeah. I think he has to be on that list. Yeah. I always felt like, you know, Wancho could have been a better player than he was, but wasn't a good enough shooter and, and didn't really do enough other things to 
to stay with the Nuggets and, and stay with one team. He's bounced around. I don't even know if he's on a roster right now. Is I'm he? sure he is somewhere. I mean, he's, he's done fine with, with Spain, which is cool. Yeah, he that's and his brother awesome. have won together, which is, you know, especially for international players more than we know, like probably a very fulfilling line on his on his resume. So, yeah. but I do, I do think he could have, I do. Yeah. I mean, look, if you can shoot and you're tall, you're worth a look. Uh, he could it, never really shoot though. That was the thing. I know, but he was one of the all-time. You watch these guys shoot in an in an open gym. Oh, he had a beautiful jump shot, dude. He was he was. I actually think he rivals Porter for like aesthetic of just watching them in a gym all day. But yeah, no. never translated. Never quite consistent enough from three. Clar- clarify, guys. We, no AG. We we went with cult heroes, not vibesmen. We went with cult heroes, and we left Mister Nuggets in their own category. AG. Gary Harris, Monte, these are their own. And some of those guys, like AJ, they're just too good for this list. They're not cult heroes. They're mainstream heroes. Yeah. They're, they're I will the guys. update the thumbnail. Thank you. But yep, we did, I we, will update the thumbnail. What, what you also loved about Wancho is he represented a lot of the Nuggets culture that they were trying to breed in those early Jokic years. Selfless, be happy for your teammates' success. Yep. You know, don't really care who gets the credit. That was Wancho, man. And um, I don't think Warhun Serbia has commented in a calendar year, but they had to check in on the Nick Young. They had to check in on that. Yeah. Hey, um, before, oh, do, okay, we have a hard out, right? We have four minutes, though. Chat, do, what did, what, before we release this list into the wild, what do we absolutely need to amend, in your opinion? I've got, can you, uh, can you pull that list back up there, Kel? My my thought, I think Bobo belongs on this list. I think he might be too high. We could move of, him down because of how he left, but he's on the list. And then my only removal would be Nick Young. But I did as we were doing this. Dude, I, Nick I, Young's got to be on. As there. we were doing this, I was like, "You're right, though." When he Nick hit Young's those whole threes, career has been built on vibes. It's so. It, I think he, we gotta flip Vladko and Thomas Welsh. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, Vladko should be higher. I'm fine with that. Steve Wynn says, plus Wancho galloped an invisible horse in front of Kevin Durant. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, we won't put Malone on, but you guys are right. He's he's a, an ultimate vibes man. Yeah. I think that's all the time we got. Great list. We got more top 10 lists coming. Plumley. <laughs> later this week. We'll see if Mason Plumley gets on any of those. The Tory Craig erasure. That's, why, that's one. That's yeah. one you could argue. Tory Craig, he was, I don't know. Hard to be a vibes guy when you never hit a three, you know? <laughs> Unless he's playing the Nuggets, then he turns into Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. All right, let's um, get out of here. Well, I think we wanted to put Bones on there, but um, the departure was not pretty. He he could have been on there, though. He could have been. All right, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll be back later this week, tomorrow, with more top 10 lists. That's what we're doing this week. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you then. Good stuff, chat.